So yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air. What's up, everybody? We are back. Told you we'd be back. We're back. Week two. Archie and Kamish. It's Archie and Kamish. A lot of a lot of losers and haters said that we wouldn't be back, but we're back. Uh, how was your week? Did you have a good week? It was good. Yeah, it was good. Um, I was ready to get back on the microphone, you know. Yeah. No, I'm always ready to be on the mic. So this week was a pretty interesting week. Uh, we had a big, big game yesterday and a big game on Friday uh, as well. Both were against Army, Army West Point, and Friday night's games. Uh, Friday night's game was with the ladies taking on West Point, and yesterday was with the men taking on uh, West Point. Both were in football. Um, so Friday night, unfortunately, we lost one to zero against the against the West Point Black Knights. But yesterday, the boys Army were West able to Point. do it. Army West Point, I apologize. And yesterday, the boys were able to do it uh, in spectacular fashion. Um, were you able to watch it? No, I actually didn't get a chance to watch it. How did? I was just curious versus last week, how the offensive line look? Oh, we're t- no, we're talking football, not football. Football? Yeah, f- like football. Oh, Army. We're oh, talking about soccer. Air Force Army football. I was going to say that football game crept up on me pretty quickly. Oh, all right. I apologize. We should have been more clear. Um, this week, our football team was actually not playing. It's their bye week. They take on Michigan next week. We're talking about football. So in replacement uh, of football, yeah, we're going to be doing a football recap. And I'm just going to talk about the games a little bit because I was able to catch both of them. Um, Friday night, the ladies, they fought really hard. They really did. Um, I thought that they kind of were a little bunched up. And please, if you guys thought that I didn't know about football, I know even less about soccer. But they played really hard. Um, it was it basically just seemed kind of like they were outmatched. And I think that that was a really nice thing. Because um, here's the thing. You can't go around dominating both academies, uh, like Army and Navy, all the time. Yeah. Because one day, you know, this is all fun and games, and, and we like to make a lot of jokes here on the podcast. But eventually... Uh, we are going to serve with them in the military. So if we completely demoralize them in everything like we generally do, uh, I don't know. It's kind of bad for their psyche, you know? you got to toss them a bone every once in a while. Yeah. So that was what we did. So that was that was really nice of the uh, of the women on Friday to to kind of like throw West Point a bone, uh, make them feel good about themselves, get back on that plane and uh, head back to West Point with a, with a small victory. But last <laughs> night was absolutely nuts. Uh, it was awesome to see uh, Air Force – I didn't even know that our, our guys were that good. Um, my boy, there was there was three guys who really stood out to me. Listen to this name. This is a powerful, powerful name. Uh, Trey Bone was Trey the, Bone. was the guy who scored. Trey Bone, yeah, super power name. He actually scored a goal uh, that was ruled offsides, and he was not offsides um, in in the very start in the very early on in the game. But then he was able to score later. Kid's a shooter. Don't go out to the bars with him uh, if, if you care about 
um, talking to people and meeting significant others because the kid is a shooter. He will steal your girl and score a soccer goal at the same time. It was absolutely incredible to see. Um, also, Austin doing that kid is a human joystick. He's a globetrotter. Uh, every single time I would see him out there with the ball, he's doing. He's spinning around with the ball. He's breaking ankles. It was really a sight to behold. Um, and then basically it was the the Puyats and the the Trey Bone show. Uh, really great game. Really hard fought. It was super super physical. There were some hits that almost made you feel like you were watching an actual football game instead of a football game. So it's good to see. Really cool to see. The very end of the game ended with uh, a little pushing and shoving and uh, a little bit of Ooh. physical altercation. So I like yeah, that. the boys were getting chippy. Yeah. 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 Got to let the boys really cool. be boys every once in a while, you know. Yeah. So that was awesome. A great display of Army and Navy playing for second. Uh, thank you guys to the cadets who were out there with our gear. Uh, you look spectacular in it, and you look spectacular with the flag. Uh, that was awesome. So that's, I mean, that's all I got on on the football recap. It was good. What do you? Yeah, I you know, I didn't. Good. I didn't get For, a chance to watch it, so I can't really add too much to that conversation. But anytime we beat but, Army, it's a win in my book. Well, and I, I think I made you feel like you were there, kind of, right? You did. Yeah, I was envisioning that entire thing the whole time. Good. All right. So that was uh, that was our first segment. Is that a segment? Yeah, I guess it's a segment. So that was our first segment of football recap. Next week, we will have our regularly scheduled football recap programming with when Air Force takes on Michigan uh, next Saturday. I don't know the time. I I think it might be. I don't know if it's a prime time. It's really early. It's actually central time. It's looking like 11 a.m. for us. So uh, get up early, start cracking those uh, mimosas, and get it going. Yeah. Unless you're 21, in which case, uh, what did I say? Unless you're under 21. Well, actually, all the cadets are going to complain anyways because they, they say they don't have passes, but that's neither here nor there. So yeah. moving on, uh, our first segment that we're going to do, like I said last week, and like both of us said, we're going to kind of work through uh, segments, see what works, see what doesn't. So sometimes they have to go to the graveyard. And uh, our first segment is going to be RIP segments. RIP to Haps All-Star. That segment is dead. Uh, we had our inaugural Haps All-Star that was General Silveria, and uh, unfortunately it's not going to make a comeback. We asked you guys for submissions, and basically what happened was is people were just sending us um, their buddies' names and just saying, this guy is a Haps All-Star, and I would say, why? Like, what, what's his legendary story? And they'd be like, I don't know, he went to Haps this week. So I, I don't know, I can't really, I can't blame you, but uh, you guys need to get cooler friends or, or have do you think- cooler stories or just do stuff. Commission, do you think um, I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate here, a little bit of a spin zone? But do you think it's possibly our own fault that the segment's dead by placing those standards so high with the first Haps All Star of the Week? That yeah, that's actually a good point. Maybe we should have started from the bottom, just have like a like a Mormon kid, like a Mormon freshman or something, <laughs> as our first Haps All Star, so everybody feels like maybe they like, can. Yeah, more, uh, the Mormon can... kid sat around a, uh, bottles of beer. Like getting a little crazy. Yeah, that's a little testy. Yeah, actually, uh, well, no, I don't, I don't know if we should say it, but apparently, so the the uh, the poster child for our event uh, for the for the thirsty parrot. Uh, I don't want to. I don't. I actually forget his name, but he was a, he was a graduate, and apparently he does not drink and never has drank, and I, I guess he's like a really nice guy. But we've had a few people make comments, and they're like, you know, that the guy you're using to promote your 
your night of binge drinking party. Uh, he doesn't drink at all, so I was like, yeah, that's actually awesome. Can't think of so a better hopefully, face for <laughs> hopefully he's not mad at us about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the biggest thing is if we ask you guys for help um, with, with nominations and things like that, Give us a reason why, at a very minimum. Same thing happened with underrated sporting event. We actually are going to keep that one. Um, we had people just saying like random sporting events. The point of that is to get people to like go to it. And so, if you're going to give us a sporting event that's in like Washington, not really going to be able to help us out. So that was RIP segments. Let's move on. Uh, everybody seemed to really like, and I liked the the get to know your Falcon segment last yeah, week. Yeah, a good oh, one. You want to do it again? Yeah, absolutely. So um, just to kind of recap here. Like I said, uh, we've been graduated for a few years now, so we don't know any of the guys on the football team anymore. And it really helps to kind of have an idea of who the man is behind the, the face mask, you know. And um, so yeah. basically I'm going to give you a name here from the football roster. Disclosure, neither of us know anything about these players, but uh, Kamish is going to give you kind of a recap on this man's life and the kind of cadet that he is. Um, are you ready for the name here? It's a solid name. Is it a powerful name? I see. I'm like nervous now. I'm really nervous. I, I want to get it right. Like, what if I got it right? Well, That'd be awesome. There's only right. one way to try. Um, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Right. Give me the name. This man's name is Ernest McQuaid. Ernest McQuaid. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, Ernest McQuaid. Goes by Ernie. Uh, he's located from a suburb of Texas. He. Spent his summers uh, wrangling cattle, uh, and he's just an all-around good guy. Uh, as a cadet, one of the quiet types, but really just a guy who lends a hand. He's a, we're going to say he's a he's a cadet technical sergeant. Uh, really gets in the weeds and helps his people out. Just kind of an all-around Texas guy. Okay. And, and I don't, he plays, uh, plays tight end. Tight end? Yeah. What uh give me some stats, height and weight, what are you thinking? Uh old Ernie. Uh old Ernie. My, my boy Ernie, he's he's about he's a he's a real lean six five, so he's six five and uh and hundred and sixty three pounds. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> That's a small tight end, even for Air Force. Um, yeah. All right, well you started strong, Ernest McQuaid. He is a senior. However, in his picture on the roster, he is a cadet technical sergeant, if I remember my shoulder board rankings right. Um, one for home, one. Hometown, Alito, Texas. Dude. <laughs> All right, keep going. It's in uh, Parker County. I just looked it up. It looks like it's just west of Fort Worth. So uh, Dude, he's probably out there wrangling cattle. Oh, this is awesome. All right, However, what position do you play? Where you kind of went off the rails. You're not too far off. He is an offensive lineman. Uh, but Ernest McQuaid's a burly boy. He's sitting at 6'1", 270. Okay. You know he tosses weight so around just, in the weight room. Yeah, but if you just drop, subtract 100 pounds from that, and I'm pretty close. And You're pretty damn oranges. close. Yeah. That was good. That was actually that really was good. That, I just realized better. something. That's... That segment isn't even... That wasn't even funny. I, that's just me knowing stuff about people's <laughs> names. Also, I really... That name matches matches everything about him. Like, oh, exactly. Ernest, Ernest McQuaid. I love that that name. I might change my name. Can I go by Ernie now? I don't want to be commissioned anymore. Ernest McQuaid. Archie and Ernie. No, I. You have to use my full name, Ernest McQuaid. So oh, Ernest Archie McQuaid. and Ernest McQuaid. Gotcha. All right, Ernest. Yeah. All right. So that was right, get to know your Falcons. Let's get into the. Uh, how? 
What's that? Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just I don't know how like that people love that segment so much. It was kind of it's such a ridiculous segment, but it was it got great feedback. So I want to uh, hear what I want to yeah, hear is somebody who knows this kid and like maybe Ernest is out there listening, which would be even better. But just kind of let him let him know that we're thinking about him or rewriting his life story for him. Yeah, we didn't hear uh, we didn't hear from my boy who was it Lakota Wills. Last Lakota week. Wills, we didn't hear yeah, from, back from Lakota. Maybe he's mad at us. Whatever. Um, all right, so let's move on. Next up, we got behind enemy lines. This is a this is a segment that's coming back because I thought it was pretty good last week. Um, this week, I'm going to do the Navy article. You got a West Point article for me? Army West Point. Yeah, I got Army West Point. You want to go first? Um, now you go first. All right. Now you go first. All right, go first. All right. No, I'll go first. I'll all right, I'll go, go first. first. I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm going first. Mine's short, a little bit shorter than probably what you have. It's not necessarily yeah. a news article. However, um, this is just hilarious, and this is so quintessential Army West Point football. And what's funny is people look at Air Force, and you know we're a triple option team. Uh, we don't pass the ball a ton, but we still like physically can pass the ball, and we do have completions every game. Um, Army, so ESPN... Stats and info actually tweeted this out, saying Army is now two and zero this season, despite throwing for a grand total of seventeen yards in the two games, and their entire seventeen yards of passing, which is a lot for Army, came this weekend in their game against Buffalo. Um, mm-hmm. They passed the ball. It looks like they passed the ball twice and had one completion for seventeen yards. So they're really moving up in the world versus their game. Uh, last week against Fordham, where I believe, if I remember right, they were 0 for 2 with zero passing yards. Um, so I just, it's not really an article. I just think it's hilarious that they're that bad at football, that they have 17 yards in two games. I don't want to drop this conspiracy theory too hard on you, but did you ever think that maybe uh, Army doesn't have anyone that can throw? Like, I didn't watch their game, so maybe that was just like a handoff that resembled a shovel pass. <laughs> that one that went for 17 yards and actually no one on their team can throw like they physically so, don't aren't able to yep physically cannot throw well in that case yeah, and i kind of feel that happened when they were well yeah i mean you know that's the other thing is like army they are just so bad and they're dude, but just between you and you and us like i guess the listeners too army's pretty stupid dude yeah what, like you have to be pretty dumb to go to west point like i don't know why <laughs> you'd want to go there but um but that's just between us guys and so yeah, maybe it's just like they can't get it through their heads, like they can't understand the concept of passing. So um, I think defense, I mean, I probably could be the Air Force's defensive coordinator, but we're just going to have to stop them at the line um, when we play them. So, yeah, it we'll kind of gets a one-way one offense. Yeah, so. keep an eye on that, man. Yeah, Keep an eye on that. Let's get, in, let's get some updates if they don't throw. Because since they didn't have a completion last week, and this week is their first completion, I guess that would have made what, like, 300 days since their last completion something like that yeah that's a lot of time when you're not used to throwing all right so yeah so my article is and actually i want to get oh yeah yeah okay i have the actual the headline from the article and just a, a heads up um please don't fact check us because here's the thing i don't read the articles i just nope. read the titles and then yeah. draw my own conclusions well sometimes i'll read like that little byline that's just below it but or you read so the title you of the article. picture and you read the caption below the picture. That's as yeah. far as I can usually get in an article before I draw as many conclusions well, as possible. 
Well, I usually call my mom and have her Google it, and then she just reads it to me. Not lazy. <laughs> Never but works. anyway, uh, so Confederate names at the Naval Academy could face rough seas. I love that. A little, little, little Ooh. sailing pun for you. Yeah. Uh, so I guess a bill was introduced to Congress by uh, somebody up in New York um, to change the names of buildings who are at, who are named after Confederate people, like generals and stuff like that. So I don't know, like I don't know if they have like Robert E. Lee barracks or something like that but yeah they want to change all of those and i don't know i don't know what to think about it. i think it's pretty funny but here's the one thing i have to say is air force will never have to undergo anything like that because none of our generals fought for the confederacy none of our generals stood for you know racism and slavery and bad stuff like that nope. so just kind of another situation where in my opinion air force is better than army and navy i think we're What's just better team? at foreseeing uh, you know, the future. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, we're just not going to even touch it, whether it's right or wrong. We're just going to kind of leave it alone and we'll let army and Navy flail once, uh, you know, a new bill is proposed. Yeah. I wish I could see the cadets right now at, at like Navy, like everything's, I, I love the people who are like, everything's so PC, man. So stupid. Everything's PC. Actually, we had somebody complaining about us being too PC. Like, that was like what do you what do you want from us, dude? Like, you want us to come out just like swearing? You want us to be the first explicit podcast about a a service branch? Like, <laughs> sorry, we're we're a family friendly podcast. We want to like, we you should be able to listen to us at work or with your kids and and not hear any bad words. In fact, maybe I think some questionable we, maybe some questionable takes, but. Yeah, <laughs> maybe some bad science, uh, some things that are factually incorrect, and yeah, and that's okay. But uh, yeah, overall, in fact, we want to be kid friendly because we think that we're an important part of of childhood development. If yeah. you play us, like basically I've, baby Einsteins. Yeah, I heard a lot of like from last week's feedback. A lot of mothers are actually playing it. You you know those like how sometimes women will put who are pregnant they'll put like headphones on their belly and let their baby yeah. listen to the music. <laughs> that's what people are doing to their children with our podcast. Yeah. So it's multifaceted yeah, multi-rolled so, podcast. Yeah. So shame shame on you Navy. You guys having having bad people's names yeah. naming your buildings. Um let's move on bunch underrated of sporting event. Around. Yeah, a bunch of triggered little snowflakes. <laughs> uh snowflake cucks. Anyway, uh underrated sporting event of the week. You got yours? Can you, you yeah. go first? I'll go first. Um all right, I'll go first. So right. mine is the Horse Tooth Open Swim. And this ha- is actually happening today, I believe. Which And so the reason why I'm saying it's underrated is because NFL Sunday starts today. Um, the games have been so-so so far. But to wake up on the first week of NFL Sunday, and if you guys don't know, Horse Tooth Reservoir is up in near Fort Collins, and it's like a huge, like, canyon, like, lake type thing. And once again, uh, I just realized how little preparation that we actually do for this podcast, and I personally do, because once again, I just saw that it was called the Horse Tooth Open Swim Reservoir thing, and I just kind of drew conclusions that people are swimming in it from one side to the other or something, that so I could sense. be very wrong, but but if it is, then that is extremely underrated because... That's scary, man. I don't, I don't really like swimming in, in like open water, anyways, because of like, I mean, I know it's like a little cliche, but like sharks and stuff and things like that. It's just eh, kind of nasty. So, 
Uh, it should be over. I don't know how long it takes for them to swim or whatever. Um, but if they're as slow as I am at swimming, then maybe they're still out there. I don't know. Started at 7 a.m. So yeah. good on I've always found team. uh I've always found it, or swimming to be an interesting sport. And it's definitely something that's super exciting to watch, um, especially in the Olympics and things like that. Because at the end of the day, swimming is a survival tactic. And to just kind of move it from a pool into a open reservoir, it just makes it like even more kind of like you know survival. So it's kind of like a little Hunger Games esque. I think that'd be something that'd be interesting to see. Yeah, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I bet you that like some based on that logic, dudes are swimming their fastest times. Probably tell them there's tell them there's a little shark in the water. Get a little scared. <laughs> um, actually, you want to hear something funny? No, I didn't know. I learned how to swim at the academy. I didn't know I couldn't swim. So. I showed up, and on the first day of swim class, they make you swim the 250. And I see, I'm not scared of the water or anything like that. I grew up like going into pools, love the deep end, uh, going to the beach, all that stuff. I just Super never right. learned. I never took like a swim class. So I get in, and I was like, how fast do you have to do this in? And I, I found out they're like, well, the average time is like four or five minutes. And I was like, wow, it's like 10, 10 lengths of the pool. So... I get in and do it, and I doggy paddle the whole thing, and I got stuck <laughs> in basic swimming because uh, it took me like 12 minutes. But I was fine. I wasn't like freaking out or flailing or anything. It just took me a while because I was doing a super inefficient stroke. So like lesson one goes by, and uh, and they taught me like what to do, and then I was just smoking kids. Like yeah. fa- fastest basic swimmer you've ever seen. But then it sucked <laughs> because they put me – because of that, because I was uh, such a stud at basic swimming, they put me in regular water haze. And not and so that's the one where you have to wear ABUs like like blouse and pants for all of it. The shame. The, By the, the way, on the, that topic, what's up? On that topic, I graduated what like over two years ago now. If anyone finds my ABUs in the bathroom, could you let me know and send them to me because I think they've been in there for years. We're gonna cut that. <laughs> I didn't like I didn't like that joke. We're gonna cut that. I thought it was funny. <laughs> It was okay. No, uh, I already I know what happened to them. They donate all those to Goodwill. So a oh. homeless man on twenty five is currently wearing your blouse underneath an overpass. So you're probably you right. Want it, you're gonna have to go wrestle him for it. Damn, I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. So that was my underrated sporting event of the week. Uh, it's over. If you obviously you can't go to it, you can't watch it. But uh, if you have like a swimmer buddy or something, ask him how it went because that is crazy. And someone get back to us. Let us know what it's like swimming in open water. Yeah. All right, what's yours? All right, mine is, um, can I go? Yeah, you can go. All right. All right, I'll go. All right, I'll go. No, I already went. I'm kidding. Go All right, mine's pretty simple, and it's uh, not exactly an event, but fall is here, school has started, um, and if you're kind of looking for a good chuckle or just to make yourself feel a little better about yourself, uh, just take a walk down to, go down to the field that's in between the track and the baseball field. Uh, it's where the lacrosse team practices a lot. And um, basically go down there and you'll just, if you want to see some good like running and some good sprinters, um, I'm not talking about the track team. I'm talking about the lacrosse team um, basically just being run to the ground day after day. Uh, It's pretty entertaining because it's not you and you just get to see other people suffering. Uh, So if you're interested in that, yeah, just head on down there pretty much any day throughout the week and they won't be playing sports, but they will be running. Nice. Yeah. Pre-game it actually. Like go to Haps beforehand and like. Yeah. Break in. I mean, they don't do it at night, but like go to Haps and or bring like a flask or something. Also, they do uh, like Stanley Canyon runs in the incline. So if you want to get a little away match of that, 
just meet them at the base of at the base of the Eagles Peak, and uh, you can watch them run up as fast as they can. Yeah, whatever you're into. Yeah. All right, let's um, uh, move on to the next one. Um, I yeah. think this is going to be a segment that's going to stick around for a little while. Uh, I think yeah. it's very relatable for a lot of people. So we're going to go back to Cadet Consent and Disenroll. Um, quick, quick, quick recap. Cadate is something that will be uh, long-term, um, that you'll be agreeing to long-term. Consent is kind of a one-time thing. And then disenroll, get rid of it, similar to marry, F, and kill, a uh, similar kind of yeah. game to that. So today we're doing core classes. Um, Kamish, I'll give you three core classes. Are you ready? Yeah, let's hear. Okay. Uh, your three core classes are going to be, and these are just kind of general, but we have English, we have calculus, one or two mm-hmm. or both, your choice, and then philosophy. Okay. Uh, all right. So I'm going to. This is hard, kind of. Because, see, I realized something. Like, you know how there were at the academy, you would talk to somebody and they, you'd be like, oh, how was this class? You'd talk to like, somebody who was a little older and they'd be like, oh, dude, that class was chill. Like, that class is an easy A. Um, and then they'd be like, oh, that class sucks. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I never had that. Every There was no nope. such thing as like an easy A class. So, never. Um, but I will say, I'm going to, I'm going to cadate uh, philosophy because I think philosophy was kind of like one of those classes that was like pretty teacher dependent, but it was relatively, it was a good class. I learned like a lot of really weird stuff and I like, like my teacher was pretty cool. He was like a doctor from like Notre Dame or something. And what he would talk about was he'd talk about wine a lot and like the utility of pleasure. So basically what he would do is kind of rationalize just like getting drunk. He was like, Oh yeah. Philosophically, like it's a good thing. (laughs) And then he would also, um, he would talk about time travel and stuff and talk about, I guess that was like a part of philosophy, which was pretty weird, but he would talk about time travel and say like, what is real? Like how it could actually work. And I was like, dude, you're talking about something that's like fake anyways. So he was yeah. just talking about the whole like people going back and altering the past, like like I forget what movie he said was right. Whatever. I'm kinda of getting off on a tangent here. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cadate philosophy. It was an okay class. I think it could be interesting to be like a long term thing. Um I'm gonna consent with English, and this is really just a lesser of two evils because I do not give consent to calculus. And I actually have kind of a funny story <laughs> about calculus too. Uh but consent English English was cool depending on who your teacher was once again because very teacher um, dependent. They would make you, yeah. They would make you read all these books, which I'm not gonna read those books, and they were like weird too. Um, although I might have been like in the slow English class because some of them were kind of easy. But it was like I would get into class, and my teacher would be like, "All right, we're just gonna read through the book again." So he would like assign reading, but then read through the book. But then he would ask questions that were like about to happen to set, see if people were reading, uh, reading stuff. So it's kind of a weird concept. But then uh, one of the projects we had, it was like bring in your own media and you can like just discuss it for your project. So I like played like a Dave Matthews band song or something. I was like, this song means a lot to me. So that was good. That's good. Uh, disenroll calculus. (laughs) I was so bad at calculus and, um, I think every few generations or every few years has like a cheating scandal. Our class had, uh, a cheating scandal where people would basically go onto an internet program and like find the, how to do the derivatives 
and it would just like give them the answer, answer essentially. Oh yeah, and a ton of people, tons of people got caught for that. So that was, that's that's why calculus isn't fun. Calculus actually crushed my dreams of becoming an engineer because I initially was like, you know what, I'm at a math and science school. Uh, I'm gonna try and do engineering, and I was actually going to go declare. It was like the last day of. Uh, I had like already declared actually, and they basically sent me an email and they're like, Hey man, your, uh, your calc grade is too low. Like you're either going to have to retake it or you can't be a tech major. So I walked over to one of the fuzzy majors and declared my major. So that's, <laughs> that's kind of my story on that. So it doesn't really need and nothing else needs to be said. I also had a Navy teacher, uh, for calc two. So that could be, could be why I was so bad because Connect the dots. Sucks. yeah. All right. Um, let's do yours. Got this one. We shouldn't have done classes. In hindsight, we should have done like care package items or something because this is like kind of giving me making me very anxious. depressing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Look on the bright side, though. You don't have to go to another calc class again for the rest of your life. True. That is very true. Uh, so the ones that I'm going to give to you uh, were also the bane of my existence. Kind of realizing I wasn't a very good student. Uh, all three of these classes, my finals, I had to do. I was the kid who had to calculate okay, I'm going to need an 80 on this final at least to pass the class. So, oh, yeah. Uh, so here we go. Astro, aero, and mechanical engineering. Those are like the quintessential, like, mechanical engineering is sophomore class, juniors, aero, seniors, astro. So you just essentially dropped a bomb on me. Um, those are probably the three yeah. worst classes every year, having to take those. Um, again, I always get the, I always get the bad ones. Um, Basically, well, that's why I said like there's no good ones. What do you want me to give you? Like golf, scuba, and tennis. Apparently, there's like a film critic criticism class. That would have been cool. Anyway, go ahead. Those are for the kids who take like an obscene amount of credits, and then like they want to take more classes senior year than they need to, so they take that because they actually want to learn. I don't really understand that concept. Anyway, um, here's how I'm kind of breaking it down, and I might get a lot of uh, flack for this, but uh, anything with balsa wood and glue is just doesn't work for me. <laughs> so, arrow and mech, arrow and mech were just uh, my like my worst nightmare because anything that has to do with building stuff out of balsa wood is gonna automatically just put me in a body bag. So, I'm gonna cadate astro, and I know this wow. is like probably very controversial because it's a senior year class and nobody wants to do any work. And Astro is the one that kind of puts people in the grave and they have to stay back for another semester. But if you mm -hmm. play your cards right and you strategize, Astro is a big, I mean, they all, they all kind of are, but Astro is a big group project class where like mm. the vast majority of the grade is based off that one project that no one has any idea what they're doing. Um, but they just yeah. get a ton of, um, what is it? Is it EI? Is it the, yeah, EI on it. Yeah. Um, so basically, you set yourself up with the right group, and you go, "Hey guys, like, you know, I'll be there as much as I can, and I'll write the documentation statement." Like, you know, you throw that one out there. Um, yeah, and you get set up with a good group. You're going to be able to breeze through Astro. So it's it's a numbers game, and it's also a lot of how you set yourself up for the future. But if you can do that, Astro is not too bad. So that's why I'm cadating Astro. I will say too. I think that everybody who hasn't taken Astro yet, little word of advice: when if you are that guy who's like not going to do much in the group project, you already know who you are. I was that guy. First of all, embrace it uh, because there's there's no shame in that. 
Yep. But make sure you go to the group meetings because if you try and take the angle of, oh, I'll do the write-up, you're going to get a bunch of numbers and they're not going to make any sense. So you yeah. won't be able to do the <laughs> yeah, write-up. That's the so worst. <laughs> make, sure you, make sure you show up to the meetings. Be, be snack guy. Be yeah, snack, snack guy. Be like, guy. Oh, I'll go grab us all Subway. Uh, or yeah. like my mom baked cookies. I'll bring the snacks and you guys let me know. Or be EI guy. To. If you can be EI guy, that's also huge. Like you don't actually yeah, know what like, you're yes. doing, but you also always go in and get it checked by the teacher. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good All little right. tip keep, there. Keep it rolling. Um, consent. This is, I just kind of feel obligated to this. I'm going to consent. I don't like either of these, but we're going to consent to arrow. I guess it is the air force Academy. So in some respect, we should be learning about arrow. However, from experience, you don't like arrow is not going to equivalent to anything in the real air force. So good luck with that and keep convincing yourself that learning about lift and drag, uh, really going to matter too much. Because I don't. Um, disenroll is mech. This one is probably just because a little bit of a personal touch. The closest I've ever been to academic probation was because of this class. Um, it's one of those things where you're just struggling for the rest of the semester to dig yourself out of a hole. And like I said, building a bridge out of balsa wood and wood glue is just my nightmare. So mech, um, see you later. Dude, what was funny is... Uh... I was thinking about it and like, remember how for those classes we would go down to their labs and they would have like all the really expensive stuff. They would have like the, the tensile strength lab where you would go into uh, like into the mech lab and do a bunch of stuff. And then we would go to that arrow building for stuff. Yeah. And it was like, it was literally like a, a little kid being in like a museum. They would like keep an eye on me and be like, don't touch anything. Like you're way too stupid to be here. <laughs> Like, yeah. don't, don't touch that <laughs> and like all the other smart kids are just like doing work like dude like go away so i remember all right so that was for good one of the Can arrow you, ones yeah. we, we had to go to the lab like five times and it was like the fifth time and i was still asking like how do we get to the arrow lab like i did i just the yeah. fact that it was a separate building from the academic building just blew my mind yeah and then like, i threw my little paper airplane and it went backwards i'm like oh well that was tight so yeah, it's to keep the idiots out. That's why they're <laughs> just like us. Like you, you stay, stay in, stay in the fuzzy department and Mitch's. And that's where you can play. Yeah, that's it. All right, so that was Canadian consent and disenroll. Sorry if you guys didn't like uh, this week's topics. I understand. We'll move into some other stuff. Send us suggestions for that too. And don't. And when we send it out, like actually, I think that's the other thing is like using a code. It's not a code, but something that you basically have to listen to the podcast to understand what you're what you're going to send us. Uh, that should help versus us asking for like, hey, who's a Haps All Star? And you're like. Oh, my roommate. So, okay. Uh, another new segment. I get, like. I guess most of these segments are going to be pretty new because it's only our second podcast. Uh, spoken like a true cadet. Um, so basically, <laughs> once again, I'm, I'm saying this out loud. I'm kind of like, oh, is this segment going to work? But it's basically just going to be like cliche things that cadets say and, and stuff like that. So you go first because this was your idea. So I kind of want to hear the format of it. All right, so basically, there's a, like you said, there's a lot of cliches. Not only things people say, but the way people act. Um, I'm going to start yeah. with probably the most obvious one out there. People are probably expecting this, but it's, it's the guy who is not cool, but really wants to convince you that he's cool. So when, he's, when you're a mm -hmm. freshman, when you're a freshman and uh, maybe you're, you're walking on the strips, I don't actually don't know what the rules yeah. are right now, but let's say you're walking on the strips. You, do, you haven't eaten and the strips aren't wet, so you should be running. And he goes, he goes up to you and he goes, hey, man, like you should probably be running. Like I personally don't care, but there's a lot of people out here that do. 
and it's like he's looking out yeah. for you. You know that guy? He's basically yeah. just sugarcoating the way he wants to tell you, like, you should better be damn running when you're on the strips. Um, he's yeah. also the same guy who walks right next to the strips the entire time, posting every cadet that goes by and like, don't, you know, don't greet, don't greet, don't greet, yeah. please don't greet. Even though he's standing like two inches from the strips when he could easily walk 10 yards to the right and it just wouldn't be a factor at all. Um, so that's my weeks spoken like a true cadet. Uh, nobody likes like that, that guy. So don't be, I'm just either, yeah. either embrace being the full hardo or kind of be cool. Yeah. Hey, bro. I, I mean, I don't care, but here's like 20 confinements. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I know that guy. That guy sucks. And that guy also does, just so, I, just so you know, that guy exists on active duty as well. So oh, yeah. don't be, if you are that guy, stop. Please stop. <laughs> like, just be real. Uh, so mine is, this isn't really a guy, but it's like a thing that cadets do, and it's like cyclical. Uh, complaining about new rules. I am so tired of people from this week, cadets, I get it. Uh, sending us complaints about the new pass system. So I looked into this. So first of all, we got a ton of just CNN fake news, people sending us like past rule changes. And I finally got to look at it. And when I saw it, I was like, wait a minute. This is just the, like the past system that we had when we were cadets. So yeah. like, so I guess basically all this is, is they're just going back to how it was a few years ago. So yeah, it sucks for you guys. Um, but complaining about the past system isn't really going to help. Basically, and I think it's the one thing that is good about it, and I mean, this is spe speaking as a grad, not as somebody who's currently there. Uh, the one thing that is going to be good is you'll get to experience what it's like to have literally the Air Force football team, uh, their gameplay, like riding on whether you get to go out that night or not. Oh, that's because electric. When they offer like, when they offer passes after after a win, that's awesome. It's yeah. there's no bigger thrill like going to Vegas and putting down your entire cadet loan on a single football game is not as exciting as gambling for an overnight pass. So, uh, that's, about that's, that. that's a great point. Yeah. Remember that? It was like, you'd be sitting there and it's like, Oh, for, please. Like we're down 14. Like we need, <laughs> yeah. we need a quick three. Please. Come Tim on, Jefferson. Come on, Tim Jefferson. We need a, we need a freaking fly route over the top. Yeah. Need Reggie Rember to take someone out. Um, <laughs> So that was spoken like a true cadet. Yeah, we'll probably come up with more of those. I think there's probably there's like a finite amount because eventually it's gonna run out. Maybe we'll start doing like old school, like like we'll, we'll do complaints from like the 1950s, like oh the telegram machine isn't working. I don't know, it'll be funny. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I guess we're gonna kind of segue that into FNBA rule change. So this one might be a little more lasting. We're gonna talk about rules that should change at the academy and Basically put an FNBA spin would, on them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what if we were the calm? You know, be a train wreck. Who knows? <laughs> so this week, the rule that I came up with is uh, just talking about the pass system. I think that to do the pass system, I get it. Like, you know, not everybody wants to be stuck at the academy. But at the same time, it's like, it's the Air Force Academy. Like, you can't just, you know, you can't just do whatever you want all the time. So I came up with the sliding scale pass system. And so what it means is, is you have to prove basically your reason for going off base. And so like you go to your AOC and you show your AOC your phone and be like, oh, I got this this date on Tinder or Bumble. And if they're really attractive, whoever it's with, and your AOC is like, oh yeah, you can go ahead. Yeah. So if they're like if they're like really attractive, you can get like an overnight pass. And then if they're like, okay, then you can get like just a, like a day pass. And then the other idea um, 
that I have is like based on what the food is. So if they do, if they decide to do like baked tilapia that day, then everybody can get, everybody can leave. Everybody can go and get Chipotle. But if it's chicken strip day, sorry, Bucko, you're staying. Yeah. So it's kind of like the academy working with the cadets. Like we scratch your back, yeah. you scratch ours. It's like, hey, we didn't, we didn't, we don't have the funds to give you chicken strips every day. We're gonna give you some meatball stroganoff, but you get an overnight pass. Yeah. So I I think that's a f- a very fair system, you know. So CW, uh, if you're gonna get, go ahead and take that, which I know you will, I know you're listening. Um, please just document us. Just put in there like yeah, FNBA just did quick this. Little, and, quick little document. Uh, buy a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, and then buy a t-shirt after that. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that was that was the new uh, the new segment. That that's it for all of our segments. Let's close out with minutes. Uh, hit them with that uniform of the day, my man Archie. Uniform of the day, as always, is any apparel that you buy at fastneatbelowaverage.bigcartel.com. That is right. Fastneatbelowaverage.bigcartel.com. Very, very long name. If you do not like typing that into your web browser, go ahead and head over to our Instagram page. Link is in the bio or on our Facebook page. Uh, It's the pinned post. We got all kinds of t-shirts. We got all kinds of hats. We got all kinds of koozies. We got lots of stuff. Keep a lookout um, for some uh, game-specific stuff coming as well. Yep. So, also, another very big, exciting announcement. In addition to the Thirsty Parrot Party that we're going to be doing November 3rd, Thirsty Parrot, we're partnering up with them. We're bringing our own DJ. We are going to have free stuff to give away, really, really cool stuff uh, from FNBA. Um, yeah, drink specials, all that kind of thing. You're going to hang out with us. We got uh, our man, Brett Satterfield, is going to be coming in uh, for that, so you can meet him, Cadet Satterfield. In addition to that, we are proud to announce that FNBA has partnered with Bud Light, and we got a tailgate spot on Saturday, the day of the Army versus Air Force game, uh, and there's going to be Bud Light, we got tents, coolers, all that kind of stuff. We're still hammering out the details Depending on the growth of this podcast, uh, Archie and I might try to do a live podcast, um, so let us know if you want to do that. Regardless, if you're a grad, come by, grab free beer. Uh, If you're a cadet, come by and say, hey, and no, we will not give you any beer. Wink. Uh, (laughs) Seriously, don't do it. We we won't give you any beer, but we'll give you beer. Okay, we won't. won't. Wink. We'll give you Bud Light apparel and F&BA apparel. And we'll and we'll soak it in. We'll we'll give you we'll give you cups, and then uh, if you find any beer, then <laughs> yeah. So yeah, super super excited about that. Bud Light is being absolutely awesome. Um, we haven't, like I said, haven't really figured out all the details on it yet, but that is happening. It's going to be a thing. So come on and see us. Um, that's really all I got for this week. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. You got anything else, Archie? No, I think we're good to go. We'll see you guys next week. Get ready for Michigan. Awesome. Bye. So yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just where you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air. Yeah, yeah.